the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. Are you ready to kick it with me in the studio? Yeah. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. It's Real Talk in the nation's capital, and it's me, David Anderson, hanging out with you in Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the DMV. And also, if you're watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, you see a handsome gentleman to my right, maybe your left, and that's Mr. Casey Douglas. How's it going, Casey? Hello, hello. We are going to give uh, a proper introduction to you in just a moment. But before we do, let me introduce the show and tell all my listeners how they can get a hold of me on today's topic. And let me tell you what the tough topic is. The tough topic is sexuality struggles in the church, sexuality struggles in the church. How do you deal with sexuality in the church? And how do you deal with same-sex attraction, homosexual behavior? How do you deal with all of that? And we're going to talk to Casey about that in just a moment. You're going to drop some wisdom on folk, and we're going to learn about your story as well. So if you're thinking about these matters and you're like, hmm, how do I deal with some of this as a tough topic, especially in ministry and in the church? Well, you're going to want to make sure you stay tuned in for the entire show. Now, let me give you the phone number in case you want to join the conversation. Many of you like to just listen as you drive and listen as you uh, work or as you're in the kitchen or whatever, but some of you actually want to engage. You have a question and you want to call in. Well, let me give you the number to do that. 888-432-7434. That is my number live here in studio, 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, before we get started, let's bow for a word of prayer as we always do and commit our time over to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you that all the topics that we talk about, none of them are tough to you because you're God all by yourself, full of love, full of truth, full of grace. And so we ask that all of that comes together in our dialogue today. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said amen, amen. and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or you can go to EmbraceGracism.com. That is my favorite uh, website, EmbraceGracism.com. Now, let me give you the number one more time, and then I want to introduce Casey properly. The phone number is 888-432-7434. Or if you're driving across a bridge, just remember that word, bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. 
So Casey Douglas is someone who has been in our church for years. His family's in our church. He's a 25-year-old male who lives in the Glen Burnie, Maryland area, but he's currently a senior in college. He's at the University of Valley Forge. It is a Christian school in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, and he's studying uh, children and youth ministry. And, uh, you know, he was also an intern at our church mm -hmm. and uh, over this last summer. He did, did such a good job. I want to make sure even after he got a certificate uh, completing his internship yes. that we spent time mm -hmm. still building a bridge and hanging out with him as we have been gaining so much from him. So, Casey Douglas, welcome to Real Talk. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so <laughs> glad that you are here. Tell us, first of all, how was your experience as an intern at Bridgeway Community Church? My internship here was amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I learned so much. You guys are so welcoming mm -hmm. and just like loving and engaging. And I could definitely see myself like working here and just staying here. So. Well, I tell you what, we'd be blessed to have you. You know, uh, Casey, I did a, a sermon series on the splendor of gender. Do yes, you remember that? I do. I talked about yes. masculinity, femininity mm -hmm. and gender identity. Um, how was that? message or those series of messages for you how did you connect with those i loved them i was there i was physically there in church for um the first one for masculinity mm -hmm. and then it was during my spring break and then i was back at school mm -hmm. um but i really enjoyed how you tackled uh the conversation and just the subjects you like dove right into it biblically what it says and then of how the world views it and mm. i really loved the um the visual rep representation you brought uh, mm. drawing on the board yeah and having the audience interact so i really thought you handled it very well thank you so we really did mm. talk about the difference between sort of uh, uh sex like mm -hmm. male or female and gender yes uh and how masculinity could go really really far to one end where it's sort mm -hmm. of that uh, you're biting nails. You got a tool belt on, and you're yes. you know riding a riding a horse with mm -hmm. a with a gun and a cowboy hat. <laughs> that sort of visual of a male, <laughs> and then you can kind of move toward the center where uh, something may, may seem a little less male. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happens is people in that uh, sphere of of maleness, mm -hmm. if you will, or masculinity. Uh, maybe they like to wear pink. Maybe they like to dance. Mm -hmm. Maybe they like to uh, do things that would look like it's female. That's yep. where it gets a little bit sticky, mm -hmm. and that's where uh, some men lose their sense of identity because they don't feel like they're masculine enough. Yeah. Did you ever go through that as a, a young man that's figuring out the whole sexuality thing? Absolutely. So definitely with the first week for masculinity, that hit home for me because mm. that's I related completely to that. Mm. Uh, I was not on the extreme end of masculinity and I was kind of in the middle. So when you were saying like music and hair and mm -hmm. cooking and stuff like that, I'm like, that's both. And you yeah. were like, we can't use both. And I'm like, yeah. oh, snap. Well, yeah, you got to choose one <laughs> or the other. So what I did is I said yeah. to the congregation, OK, mm -hmm. I'm going to get some words out here and you tell me whether it's male or female, mm -hmm. you know, and we name things like ha long hair, yes. <laughs> you know, or the color pink or leadership. Yeah. People literally could not uh, mm -hmm. really say male mm -hmm. or female. A lot of them were saying both. Yeah. And I think that that helped us understand the difference maybe between mm -hmm. uh, masculinity or, uh, you know, sex and mm -hmm. gender. So tell us a little bit about your story, sexuality wise yeah. and coming into who you are today. Yeah. So with that, again, with masculinity, I wasn't very I wasn't the typical like masculine guy or the boy growing up. So um, at 12 years old, I kind of realized that I had this attraction to guys. So for the longest time, I um, just identified like 
by myself that I'm like, oh, I'm gay, I'm homosexual, but I never did any, like, homosexual acts. Mm -hmm. So then later it was like, oh, it's same-sex attraction. Mm. But um, I grew up in a Christian home, so with um, a loving mother and father, so both God-fearing parents, and I have one younger brother. Um, He's about four years younger than me, and Mm -hmm. just I was a fun-loving kid, like, great, like, with other people, so great attitude and everything. And then 12 years, yeah, 12 years old, I stumbled upon pornography for the first time Mm. and it was an accident. And then from then on, it was intentional and it was just like regular pornography. And then it turned, uh, I saw that attraction. I felt that attraction toward guys and Mm. then it was gay pornography and all the way until I was 19 years old, Mm. I just kept it a secret and being in living in sin and um, 12 years old. And then masturbation came into play at 14 and just that cycle Um, for Mm. years and years, and then at 19 years old, um, I was living in Reading, Pennsylvania at the time. I went on my first missions trip, and uh, that is where my life changed for the better and where the Lord finally spoke to me. And um, I had a roommate or a person on the trip. He was my roommate, and he was, I'm a little older, he was 31 at the time, and I was 19. Mm. And halfway through the trip- How old was he? He was 31. 31. Was he yeah. one of the leaders there? He or? was one of the leaders' younger brother, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So listen, when we get back from the commercial break, I want to talk more about that relationship sure. and mm-hmm. that missions trip and how you were dealing with this as a teenager. Yes. Uh, I hope you're going to stick with us. This is mm-hmm. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. 
You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Listen, you don't want to miss the Mind Over Mountains Mental Health and Faith Conference. It's Saturday, October the 26th, 2019 at Bridgeway Community Church at the Columbia campus. It's all day from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. with over 20 different practitioners uh, who will help you deal with issues of mental health, whether it's bullying or depression or, or you know, whatever it may be. You want to check it out, how, how the intersection between mental health and faith and medicine and mental wellness and nutrition and anxiety. How does all that work together well, from a Christian perspective? We want to help you out. If you want to come, all you got to do is go to bridgeway.cc slash events and then hit the event registration button and then look for Mind Over Mountains and you'll find uh, more information about the conference there. That's October 26, 2019. Well, you're tuned in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I have with me live in studio Casey Douglas. He's a senior uh, student in college. He's at uh, the University of Valley Forge in Pennsylvania, and uh, he has a desire to do ministry. He was an intern here at Bridgeway Community Church. His family goes here, and we're just so proud of him, not only the work he did as an intern, but who he's becoming in the Lord. Uh, we're dealing with today's topic, which is sexuality struggles in the church. And we've been talking about same-sex attraction. So what happens when you're Casey Douglas, you're 12 years old, you find yourself attracted to uh, the same sex, to guys, and you realize you're not as masculine as the football players or the baseball players. Was that traumatic for you when you discovered, Casey, that you were like, even though you weren't sinning, you weren't going out having uh, sex as a teenager like a lot of teenagers do, you knew something was different. Was that traumatic for you? Yeah, Hang on. Let me make sure I can get your mic working. Can you, okay, there you go. Okay. Yes, hi. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was very traumatic. It was very just, like, alarming to me. I was terrified because um, mm. growing up in a Christian home, I was like, I, I can't be gay. Like, Christians can't be gay. My parents are going to kick me out. They're not going to love me anymore and right. all of these crazy lies. So from the enemy, um, just kept, I just kept it a secret and kept it hidden. And I never even spoke it out to myself um, until I went on my first business trip at 19 years 19. old. So that means you lived with this from 12 to 19. Did you yes. have anybody to talk it through with? No, I didn't speak to a single soul about huh. it. But were you still... <laughs> Um, not hyper masculine, more feminine, yes, and the things that you yeah, liked, or yeah. the affects of your the way you speak or the way you walk, and all of that. Like, was that still there, or were you trying yeah. to like be a, a masculine yeah. person? That was still there. Definitely, bullying came into play uh, middle school and high school because I had more feminine traits, and my voice like was kind of high, and um, just I was into more girly things and guy things. Didn't do any sports. Um, well, high school, I did swimming and gymnastics, but those were more of, like, not physical sports. Uh -huh, <laughs> I right, did not right. like physical activity. Um, uh -huh. So, and just when I was in art and theater and music and all of that and that, just, and I had more girlfriends than guy friends. And mm. so everyone was just like, that new kid Casey, because I moved around a little bit. They're like, that new kid Casey, is, is he gay? Or, like, yeah, he's definitely gay. And just huh. making fun of me in the hallway and picking on me. 
so right people now. were making mm -hmm. fun of you for being yeah. gay. Yeah. What about your parents? Did they ever say, uh, mm -hmm. let's talk about this? Um, my dad did not really understand, or he didn't really know, but because uh -huh. when I finally told him, telling my parents, he was like, I don't, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what's going on in your head unless you tell me. Got it. And my mom kind of knew, but she was just more of like just laid back and waiting till I got older. She wanted me to say the first word for it. Uh -huh. But it was more my parents were like, we don't know what's going on unless you tell us. So. Uh -huh. 888-432-7434 mm -hmm. is the number. If you want to call, talk to Casey or me about mm -hmm. the subject. It's sexuality struggles in the church. So you have a teenage boy who's in the church, his family's mm -hmm. in the church, and he has these struggles. Were you as a teenager at mm -hmm. my church, Bridgeway, or were you somewhere else at that time? I was not. I okay. was someplace else. I was living in Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay, right. Yeah. Were you guys in a church or not in a church? Yes. And did that mm -hmm. church speak to this issue in a way that helped you hurt you or you're not quite sure what happened <laughs> not that often i don't remember really um going into sexuality and youth group um we had once a year the sex talk or just like going through puberty and all of that right but not really into sexuality and with the lgbt community yes um, so it was really kind of quiet wasn't yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. okay and so now would you say you identify with the lgbt community how does that work yeah. for you as you're a follower mm -hmm. of Christ? You mm -hmm. love the Lord. We know that you definitely have feminine mm -hmm. traits and a beautiful voice and a beautiful yeah. smile. And I love everything about you, but you're not going to fall into the category yeah. of a big, you know, masculine guy mm -hmm. uh, like me. We love you, period. Yeah. But how how do you how do you deal with all mm -hmm. that? Um, I do not identify with the LGBT community. Okay. Um, I just. I was drawn into it just with the um, people of when YouTube came up and watching a lot of gay YouTubers and drag queens, and I was fascinated with that. But since I didn't really dive into that world and I didn't have a boyfriend or anything like that, so I didn't really take that identity. It was more of like, I know I'm a child of God and I know I love ministry, and I'm just identifying as from the outside, be like, no, I'm, I'm straight, I'm heterosexual. And so even afterwards, I don't identify as that. So how do you label yourself? Yeah. And maybe you don't label yourself, maybe. Yeah. But how do you deal with that? If someone says, hey, are you gay? Are you LGBT? Yeah. What do you say? I do, I'd say or no. Or do you stay away yeah. from it? I mean, <laughs> if I were in your shoes, I'm not yes. quite sure. Yeah. You know, how do you self-teach yeah. mm -hmm. so other people know how to yeah. refer to you, no? So I do I identify as heterosexual if I have to put a name or a label on it. You have to, okay. Yeah, so I do have a girlfriend, so okay. um, which is really, really cool, uh, which is awesome. But I've had, had encounters to where people put that on me. They're like, you're gay, right? Yeah, you're gay. And I said, no, I'm not. And most of the time I would say, I'm a child of the king. Like, I'm a Christ follower, and I'm a mm. Christian, so I mm. don't identify as that. And they were just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I said, no, like, it's totally fine. So I know that, like, my personality can come off that way. But So what do you say yeah. to... Uh, the LGBT community that says, no, 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 um, you're just suppressing who you really mm -hmm. are, and uh, you definitely need uh, to come out with mm -hmm. it. H how, do you s how do you deal with that? And I've had, had people to say that. They're like, we just want you to be happy and to love who you love. And I said, well, my faith is stronger than that. And then I um, really go like into scripture and just what I believe as a follower of God, of Christ, and that I'm not going by what the world is viewing me as or how the world thinks that I should be. I'm going by what God calls me to be and mm. in, in my faith. And so I get to minister to them um, a little bit about that. And we they, they see my side, and then most of the time we end up just uh, agree to disagree. Mm. But I stand my ground in my faith with that, that I'm not going to conform to what 
the warp by just what the flesh feels or desires. Understood. And so mm -hmm. you said you had a girlfriend now. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. So if you're attracted to guys, are you not attracted to girls or are you attracted to girls and yeah. guys? For a time, I did identify, oh, maybe I'm bisexual because I do. I'm attracted to girls and guys. Mm -hmm. Never acted on both of them. Um, getting a girlfriend was something that was completely God and I was not expecting to happen. Um, that was just recently in um, May of earlier this year. Made it official, Facebook official. Mm. Um, so <laughs> oh, if it's on Facebook, <laughs> it's official. Yes. Right? And um, I told God while I'm back in college, because I've been non-traditional because I'm a little older in college, 25, mm -hmm. senior. And um, I told God, I'm like, I'm not going to be in a relationship. I'm not looking for a wife yet because I do believe I want to have wife, kids, white picket fence, all that. Okay. And um, then my junior year, last last school year, I met this girl. I went and started going to a new church, and we just clicked as friends immediately. And mm. through over time, just we were really – I fell in love with her spirituality through mm. that. And we grew um, – she had similar struggles as I have and – um, it, it, those struggles are that she was attracted same sex. I uh, know just with pornography and okay, that and, was and, and all of that. Gotcha. So she knew where I was coming from in terms of that struggle and just loved me as a friend mm. and counseled me and be that um, person to confide in. And I was developing feelings for her and I didn't realize that. And I think it was more of like when I tell God, when you tell God, don't do something, right, he right. most likely does uh, it. Uh -huh. And she was developing feelings for me. And I'm like, I think I like this girl. I'm like, this is the first time huh. I've never had a before this, at 20, 24, 25 years, I've never had a girlfriend, boyfriend, never done anything. So you haven't done anything yeah. with regard to behavior. Yes. But your attraction uh, was predominantly to men. Yes. Now your attraction is probably still to men. Would, would that be yeah accurate it, statement yeah or no? it's still it's still there but my attraction to her but now that i have an actual person and i'm growing in god with her yeah that is growing stronger and i believe the lord will fully deliver me from that mm. um so at this point i'm just growing in my relationship with her and with the lord and getting closer um to what like he has for me because i can definitely see a future with her mm. and imagine it and i want a future with her and mm. same for her with me Wow. Well, listen, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions. I'm going to mm -hmm. give you all the phone number. we got a real live person, a real brother in the Lord, someone who's been in, in my ministry. I had him as an intern. He's in uh, Bible uh, Christians College. Uh, he's 25 years old. He's never been sexually active, although he has uh, gone into pornography, which is, of course, sinful, and many people have done it, and that will mess your mind up, so you got to break break that addiction and we're glad that you know God has given you some deliverance in these areas but let me give you the phone number 888-432-7434 the number again is 888-432-7434 let's kick it off in Baltimore Maryland with Grace who's on the line hi Grace welcome to the show how are you good afternoon Dr. Anderson I'm good thank you thanks for calling what are you thinking about today well, I heard Casey, and, and I saw him on YouTube, and, and I've seen him before so over the summer, and I've seen him several times, and, and was just encouraged by his his spirit. And so I wanted to call and encourage him, mm. that, and, and so kind of sad that he had to go through um, the journey that he had to in experiencing this people interacting with him, but I'm so encouraged by what I'm hearing him say that he can he can model for others who are having struggles that as he's overcoming that he'll be a blessing and that he's gonna be used in a wonderful way by the Lord. And I'm so encouraged to hear that he is interacting with someone and he's seeking to honor the Lord. 
and that he's going to use it in a beautiful way for the kingdom. Well, I'm sure he appreciates Thank you that so much. encouragement. How does that feel when you hear that? Thank you, Miss Grace. How do you feel when you hear that? I just feel so much love and acceptance and compassion and that they, they can see where I'm coming from or she can see where I'm coming from. And so any like positive so feedback. So I love and thank you so much. What do people uh, who struggle with what you struggle with need from the Christian community? I think is that what you need right there? Encouragement? Yeah, de encouragement and definitely love and acceptance. And just that you and you said it a lot for during the splendor of gender that um, we still want like the community to come in like we still accept you and um you have a place here so in church and i think for that i've seen a lot of um people that have been in that lifestyle and they've been kind of like kicked out or not right. accepted but i my vision and my dream and my hope of going into ministry i want to be that voice in the community for the youth and for kids um that it's okay to talk about it and that we're not going to kick you up for struggling that. Well, that's something the church that. has not done very well. Mm -hmm. And I would even say our church having a place where people can mm -hmm. talk about this and, and know that it's okay to have these conversations mm -hmm. to struggle through it. Even as a young person, uh, I think that that would be very, very healthy. When we mm -hmm. get back on the other side of the break, we are going to talk about that, uh, that missions trip. It seems like it was very mm -hmm. pivotal in your life, yeah. uh, pivotal in my daughter's life as well. This morning, we mm -hmm. took her to the airport. That's she went right. off to ministry, yeah. missionary school for the mm -hmm. next six months. So mom and I are crying in our hearts, but we're happy at the same of time. 888-432-7434. We're coming back in just a couple minutes. If I were you, I wouldn't go anywhere. A rabbit is hopping towards his new home when he falls in a hole. The walls are high and he can't escape. A bluebird flies just overhead. Help, yells the rabbit. I need help. To which the bluebird drops in a couple of feathers and flies off. A tiger walks by and the rabbit yells, help. The tiger throws in an extra claw and walks away. Then the rabbit's best friend hops by, sees his friend in trouble and hops in the hole. Why'd you hop in, says the rabbit. Now we're both stuck. To which the friend says, nope. I've been down here before. I know the way out. I'm Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and buying a new home can be a tricky hole to be in. The big mortgage guys will throw you a fancy app, and others yell we're number one. We just try to be the friend that jumps in the hole. We know the way out. We'll do all the work. And we've got a very unique direct lender advantage that can often save WAVA listeners significant money. We are United Faith Mortgage. UMC Mortgage Company, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-54-BIBLE. That's 844-54-BIBLE. 844-54-BIBLE. 
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you got water in your basement or maybe your roof is leaking, you need to make sure to check out Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com and let them know, hey, listen, Dr. Anderson sent me. He told me you'd give me a free inspection to make sure I don't have mold or mildew in my basement or tell me how much time I have left on my uh, roof. So make sure you give them a phone call. That's Best Buy Waterproofing. And if you want to call them, then make sure you do that and tell them that I sent you. Here's their number, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. We're talking with our special guest. It's a former intern at Bridgeway Community Church, Casey Douglas. He's a senior in college at uh, University of Valley Forge in Pennsylvania. We've been talking about uh, sexuality struggles in the church, and Casey would fall into the category of that. And so uh, let me give a shout-out to our Facebookers like uh, Nathaniel, Natalie, and Wanda and others. Thank you for tuning in there. One of the questions was, what triggered your deliverance? Let's talk about that missions Mm -hmm. trip you went to. So let's recap this for people who are just tuning in. At 12 years old, you realized Mm -hmm. you had same-sex attraction. You yes. kept it to yourself, mm-hmm. although you're pretty effeminate. If mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's probably not, I don't know yeah. if that's the best term, but you're not hyper masculine, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you struggle with this all the way until you're 19 years old. Never acted on it, even though you were yeah. struggling with pornography. Mm-hmm. And so something happened at night. Was it 19? Yeah, 19. Tell us yeah. what happened. So on that trip, so one of my leaders, her younger brother, was on the trip. He was 31 at the time. Mm-hmm. I was 19. And he was my roommate. I got a sense um, throughout the months of training um, that he was gay, but I didn't want to judge or do any of that. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the trip, he shared his testimony and his lifestyle of homosexuality, but has been called to celibacy and doesn't act on it anymore. Mm. And the details he was going into, it triggered in me. And that was the first and only time so far I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and Mm. say, this is why you're on this trip. This is why such and such, didn't want to say his name, this is why such and such is your roommate and you're going to let it out tonight. Mm. And it was very emotional um, with all, it was a big trip. So there are a lot of adults and us kids, like on the group, us teenagers, Mm. I laid it all out there that night and was crying and it was so dramatic. And and what did you lay out that night? That told them, I, this is what I struggle with. What, like so-and-so said earlier, I struggle with the same things and I've been since I was 12 of just Mm. putting, laying it out there that I've like. I have this attraction to guys, and 
and masturbation and this is like what the sin I'm in and they were all so loving and welcoming towards me they're like Casey we still love you like for you and we are mm. so happy you're here and God is doing something in your heart like tonight hmm. and it was yeah of course very emotional and it was definitely a weight lifted off of my shoulders um, but it took me a little while longer to accept that because that was the first time I vocalized that I was struggling with this. Wow. It was almost like coming out, uh, but not coming yeah, it out. It was as, like coming out. You know, as that, I yeah. am a gay person and therefore yeah. I want to be with yeah. uh, the same sex. Mm -hmm. It's yes, I have same sex attraction. Mm -hmm. and But no, I don't want to live out exactly. this uh, sexuality. Yes. And so, but sexuality and identity are oftentimes tied mm -hmm. together. How do you deal with that? Do you see them identified together or are you not sure? I feel like I, I guess I'm not sure. I see a lot of LGBT people, they identify with their sexuality because when I watch a lot of gay YouTubers or when I did like they all their YouTube videos are about their sexuality and like nothing else. Hmm. So, but I put my identity in Christ and my sexuality, is, but it's a small part of who we are overall as a human being. Understood. So I'm not putting my identity fully in who I'm attracted to or my sexual orientation. So celibacy is your calling at this point. You're trying to remain sexually pure, whether with male or female. Yes. So yeah, right now until um, until marriage. So because mm -hmm. with my girlfriend, I do see marriage. So with her. Mm. So and with that, and slowly but surely with. Um, those like physical barriers the physicalness is my biggest struggle because just in general I didn't like this physical touch has not been my thing mm. and so now that I have um, this girlfriend to be affectionate and it's just like a little hurdle for me to get used to mm -hmm. that and we're in a long-distance relationship so it's by the time when we hang out on the weekends that like my being gets comfortable with her being mm. and then I'm finally comfortable and then we gotta like peace out and I'm like I need to get used to being around you all the time right, so then right. I can get more comfortable like kissing you and hugging you. And, and that's just like having that. a, a girlfriend, period. Yes, yeah. um, another person in your life who you're committed to. Mm -hmm. So if you guys ever do get married, do you think really it's a marriage of faith? Like it's by faith that you would get married hoping that the sexuality mm -hmm. piece will work out as well? Does, it, does that create any fear or anxiety in you at all? Um, part of it, but then it, it is part of I am like genuinely attracted to her though like mm. she's beautiful okay. to me so okay, good. Good. <laughs> so yes and i imagine doing all the fun married stuff yeah. so okay. very good and i've met <laughs> her, her and, yes and uh she's you know quite a woman so mm -hmm. hey listen let me run to my break when i get back we'll take mm -hmm. a few more phone calls but let's get this break in now 888-432-7434 soon as we get back we'll go right back to the phone lines mm -hmm. i'm with casey douglas he's 25 year old studying for ministry and uh, hopefully he's ministering to you today as well by telling his story. We'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. 
Sedla Duglu-Hailu, a current Doctor of Philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, hanging out with Casey Douglas in the studio. I promised yeah. everybody, Casey, that we're going to go back to the phone lines. You ready to take some phone calls? Yes, absolutely. All right. Anything you want to say before we go? I'm down. I'm open. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Anonymous <laughs> in Northwest D.C., let's start with you. How are you doing today? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hi, Casey. How are you both? We're doing great. Doing well. Thanks for hanging out with yeah. us. What's your comment or question? Thank you. Um, I first want to commend Casey for coming out and um, recognizing his struggles and sharing his struggles. At the same time, I want to commend you for allowing the Lord to not only deliver you, but also use you. Mm. I am a mother who raised four children as a single mother in a oh, Christian nice. home. And my oldest son in the 10th grade mm. had came out that he was a homosexual. Okay. So as a parent, it was very hard for me to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know where to take him to, how to counsel him. Mm -hmm. um, even there was a point in my life where I did not want to even deal with it. Mm -hmm. But one late night, the Lord had moved on my brother's heart to call me, whom I had not spoken anything about. And he told me, he said, Yvette, I didn't know that you was going through what you was going through. He said, but the Lord told me to tell you, just love him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. And so mm -hmm. it took me some time to get there, but thankfully I got there, and my son and I, we have a great, great relationship. That's awesome. A wonderful relationship. That doesn't mean I agree with the lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. but I still love my son because mm -hmm. he's a part of me. You know what I mean? There so you go. Continue Absolutely. to let God use you. Congratulations on your new girlfriend. <laughs> Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations <laughs> on your deliverance. Congratulations on your ministry that God's yes. going to use you in, and I just wish the best for you. God bless you, you Anonymous. So how, how does that feel? Oh, that's amazing. And I, I can relate to her for on the parent level because my parents had that same conversation with me. They said, if you went down that path, 
like that's not christ-like for me to do that i still love you even though i don't agree with the lifestyle that you're taking on you're still my child and i still love you and i want to have a relationship with you mm. do you think this is going to be a part of your ministry for the rest of your life oh yeah absolutely i mean do you even desire to embrace it so yes so i think of just embracing that's part of like just part of my life and how i've grown up in strengthen my own relationship with the Lord so that's I, I don't want to deny that part and not be ashamed of it and so I've been as I've gotten older I've been more comfortable of sharing of what I'm struggling with and I've got so much positive feedback from it and mm. just the um, the bravery and saying the courage to like explain this and come out um, so to other people but you also feel a calling to minister to youth too don't you yes uh, what does that look like? It's been for the longest. It's been children's ministry. I've known I've been called into children's ministry since I was nine years old. I'm um, growing up serving in the church, VBS, all of that. And then not until my last uh, this past year, junior year in college to where God really called me to youth. And for a while, I'm like, nah, like I'm scared of teenagers. Like I don't. Right. And just uh, for growing up, being bullied as a teenager, I'm like, I don't like teenagers. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. But, but then of him really working on me last year, he said, your story of what you're going through, other teenagers need to have that. And mm. for the generations coming after you, he said, I want you to be that voice for the other girls and guys that are struggling with what you went through as 13, 14, 15, and so on. And to give that love and embrace them. Well, like our last caller said, thank you for letting yeah. God use you. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Anna. Anna's in Maryland now. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. How are Hello. you? Anna, are you there? Going once, going twice, gone. Let's go to Kim in Ellicott City. Hello, Kim. This is Dr. Anderson. How are yes. you? Dr. Anderson, how are you? Excellent. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? I don't either. You good enough. Um, you can hear me pretty well. I can hear you fine, and it does sound weird in my ears right now too. But go ahead and talk. I think people can hear you on the radio. What are you thinking? Oh, okay. You. This is the best. I'm just so nervous. I can't believe that I am talking to you. I appreciate your show so much. I listen to you every day when I'm driving home. And Casey, you are just wonderful. This is just beautiful. You're a beautiful young man. But my question is, I have five children, and I'm 52 years old, mm -hmm. and I did not, of course, grow up with the um, LGBT community, mm -hmm. but my children are growing up with friends yeah. in that community, mm -hmm. and I um, am just trying to figure out how do I talk to my children mm -hmm. um, instead of arguing with them mm -hmm. about their friends being in that community. I try not to argue with my children, but mm -hmm. I talk to them and tell them that that lifestyle is not pleasing to God, mm -hmm. and I feel like they are leading their friends in a way, um, I feel like they're letting their friends go to hell. That's what I say to mm -hmm. them, and it's inappropriate, but I'm asking you, Casey, mm -hmm. how do I talk to my particularly eighth yeah. graders? Yes. How do I talk to them and tell them that? All right, let's let Casey. Let's yeah. let Casey answer. What do you think? Um, I feel first and foremost, or as your parent, it's it's or as a parent to still build that biblical foundation of how God views sexuality and who we are as people. But then still with with their friends that they have, first and foremost, to still love on them and to be around them, and with them growing in their faith and knowing where God stands on that, they can show that light of Jesus of how 
um, God kind of views that. But then again, it's like we're not trying to convert them. We're not trying to change them to let God and to let Jesus do that work in their heart, but to have them stand strong in their faith and believe this is what we believe. You can still have friends um, in that community, but to not play with fire, I guess, so to speak, because it's easy to get caught up in that. Yeah. And I, I feel like that first and foremost, just to love on their friends, but show them like, hey, I can still love you and not agree with like how right. you're living or right. how you feel. Hey Kim, I'm gonna yeah. let I'm gonna let you go because I, I'm I'm thankful for your question. I hope that was helpful to you. Um, could it have been really easy if the LGBT community uh, sort of pulled you into their life? Oh, could yeah. you have if you didn't have I don't know if it's the family or the faith or all of that or even the triggering experience at the missions trip? Do you feel like? Uh, you could be in a totally different place oh, right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've thought about that multiple times. I said if I did not have the family I had, if I didn't know Jesus, I would definitely – I would either be, like, a gay YouTuber going out to L.A. or I would probably be a drag queen. <laughs> okay, right, right. I loved the drag queen community for a long time following RuPaul's Drag Race, but that lifestyle <laughs> is really expensive, so I can't okay. afford that. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Hey, let's go to Anonymous in Springfield, Virginia. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Good, Doctor. How are you? Um, excellent. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking today? That we as a Christian community have absolutely inflamed the LGBTQ community throughout the years because of our condemnation of them mm-hmm. if, if somehow their sin is so much greater yeah. than any other sin in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, and had we just opened our arms with compassion as God had yes. called us to, I wonder how much impact and how much of a strides we could have taken over all these years that mm-hmm. we have simply bashed them into the ground right you know yeah and 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 i just and i've just blown at the fact that even today we still don't get it mm-hmm. we still don't get the fact that they're not doing anything that is greater than any other sin that we've ever committed in our lives yeah the fact is that we need to stop telling them that they're wrong to have same-sex attraction. We can't tell somebody who they're attracted to or who they're not attracted to. Right. But what we can do is that we can lovingly put our arms around them and ask them a very simple question. And that question is, what if the cross that you have to bear in this life as your form of worship to Jesus Christ is that you just simply have to deny how you feel about this attraction. What if that's the cross you have to bear? Because mm. everybody a is form of love to him. Well, and because everybody, thank you very much, anonymous. Everybody is called to uh, deny themselves and take up their cross and follow him. How if that is uh, your mm-hmm. cross? There are a lot of uh, friends that I have in the LGBT community mm-hmm. who say that conversion therapy is a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing. In other words, this idea of you can change. What does that mean to you, conversion therapy? Uh, are you asking me? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I yep. was still online. Um, I do not agree with that. And I've seen a, seen a lot of people that have been through conversion therapy, and it's very traumatic, and it's very, like, harmful. And I'm like, that's not the way to go about it. That's not how God goes about things. And just to – And for somebody who doesn't know yeah. what that means, what is conversion therapy? I think it's, it's like a camp or it's a place that parents send their children to to convert – um, their minds and their hearts to where they're trying to force them to not be, be attracted gay. to the right. same sex anymore. Yeah. And they go through, it's like weeks or months of them just going through this training of, I don't know, of just so the, yeah. So the goal is really not to make you 
not be attracted yeah. to men. The goal is to make you want to follow Jesus Christ as hard as you can. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's there was no love in there, and I'm like, that's not the way to go. Mm. Well, when we get back, we're gonna land this plane. Don't you go anywhere. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson and Casey Douglas. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at GetEthos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm, but then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. <laughs> get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Nobody wakes up and says, Today is the day that I get to look into whether refinancing my mortgage would be smart. The perception of refinancing is that it's often as smooth as shaving with a cheese grater, which we're guessing is not smooth. But our Faith and Family Mortgage Team would ask you to consider two things. One, rates have gotten awesomely lower as of late. And while we normally don't talk about rates going up and down, because we try to just be here when the time is right for you, if you've been thinking about trying to lower your monthly payment a bit before Christmas, or if you've been thinking about cashing out a chunk of equity, now would be a time to at least think about it. Secondly, times have changed. We don't have a fancy app, but we do have a team specifically committed to WAVA. And if refinancing is right for you, we're going to do all the work so that you don't have to worry about the stress. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you have to pay before closing. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. In refinance, total financing charges may be higher over life of loan. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group, a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale a mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now, when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about, investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group, serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? 
It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. Check us out on Andersonspeaks.com or go to EmbraceGracism.com. And remember, if you need a good real estate agent, don't go to Maria Weaver because she's a great one. So if you want a great one, go to 443-656-0687. Her number, once again, 443-656-0687. All right, one more phone call. We'll go to Pamela in Heightsville, Maryland. Hello, Pamela. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Got just about a minute left, but I wanted to hear from you. What are you thinking today, Miss Pamela? I just want to appreciate the young man sitting in front of you mm-hmm. for denying himself to come out to the public where we judge people, not only by what they do, by their looks, by their color, yes. but yeah. at all, all states say that they are, he, he is in good hands. Mm. I, it was not a disagreeable coincidence for him to be in your show today. Mm. I know after this day he will not be neglected. You will hold him by his hand, yeah. and you will show him the right way. Yeah. Because I believe in you. You've been talking to me. You've helped me out mm. in several situations. I want mm. to tell this young man, don't leave him. Don't leave Dr. Anderson. Hold mm. on to him. And at the end of the day, you will be free, mm. and you will make heaven. Mm. God bless you. Thank you. And continue to do Amen. what you are doing. Thank you, Miss Pamela. In Hyattsville, Maryland. That's an encouraging word. That what do you is. think about that? How do you respond? And what are your final thoughts, my friend, before we bring the show to a close? So I just thank you for everyone for the comments and for calling in and encouraging me and saying that I'm doing like such a great job. And like it's all glory to God with that of keeping me in his grasp and staying in his calling and for you and that. Um, to, for them to hold on to me, I'm holding on to you. I'm not going nowhere because I love this church so much. And thank you for um, being to bringing the conversation up and talking about it in such an eloquent way um, in your church. Um, I also want to say to the um, to the phone call for before or with the one with the five kids is that there's power in prayer as well. And prayer mm-hmm. like goes a long way in that. And having your heart set right, I think that helps me a lot. Um, so as well, I think mm-hmm. for. And just in my ministry, that's just for for children as well. And I have that that passion and heart for kids and that. And nowadays you see kids are identifying in the LGBT community. So it's important to let them know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that that you that God has you right where you want, like right where he wants you. And just to be that positive influence to kids and to teenagers. Well, how important it is for us Mm -hmm. to have that message. And Mm -hmm. so, and I think God's going to use you and others to be messengers Mm -hmm. here. And so continue to be a bridge builder in this regard. Thank you for hanging out with us today on Real Talk. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy. Absolutely. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being with us. We thank you for Casey's life. You make no mistakes, Lord, and you are using him. And we just pray, God, that others would uh, not abuse him in any way, but to uplift and encourage him and others so that we can uh, glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen Amen and amen. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.